Hello and welcome to Disney Minus, a spooky podcast where we go through all of the slime on Disney Plus. I'm Nero, aka the Deadly Nightshade Enjoyer. <laughs> I'm Steven, and I rode in here on a bathtub. <laughs> I'm Kat, and guys, I'm only an elected official. I can't host a podcast by myself. <laughs> and, and we have a guest here and today I'm with Casey. us. And don't forget, save your audio now, or risk doing it again. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Sad we do not need to have Today, this week, we watched the... Halloween slash Christmas classic, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, to start things off, I have a question. Is this more of a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's a yes. Halloween movie. I think so. I think... I think more towards the Halloween side, though. A little, Yeah, a little bit, because it's like a spooky Christmas. Yeah. I think, for most people, the optimal time of watching this movie is in November. Yeah, So. Right. you can you can get the vibes of both sort of sandwiched between them, just like this movie. That's what Cartoon Network do, at least. They're not Cartoon Network. Yep. ABC? I don't know. One of them TV shows. I don't remember who airs this. Probably Probably no one anymore. (laughs) I would say if anybody did, possibly more like ABC, because they're the ones that do the big Halloween marathons. It's kind of like freeform. They do the big big Halloween and then the big Christmas marathons. Well, you know, Cartoon Network is fine. They have Fairy Godmother, or Scary Godmother, which is obviously (laughs) uh, a movie of... The same quality as this. The exact yeah. same. I do remember... skeletons in them. That's true, see? <laughs> I do remember um, Nightmare Before Christmas popping back up in theaters a couple times, and me yeah. never wanted to see it. It had a 3D print Yeah. in around 2008, and it yeah. was the first stop-motion film to be put out in 3D. Um, <gasps> oh, okay. That was this around... movie is also the one that uh, this movie is also the reason that Hocus Pocus, our previous Halloween choice, got bumped back in July because Disney was anticipating this one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, it's really interesting. So, first of all, there, there's a few things we have to discuss about the history of this movie. First, so Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Now, he definitely started this project, but. Ultimately, the directing credit fell to Henry Selleck. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because Tim Burton was a, a, a very busy boy in the uh, in the early to mid-90s. Um, and he had, didn't have time. To, also because this movie got yanked around a lot internally in Disney. Tim Burton was trying to sell this fucking movie forever. Um, oh, and... Disney was being obstinate, as they often are, of uh, with things that aren't an easy success. That, and also they were concerned about putting it out under the Walt Disney Pictures label. Yes, which oh, is yeah. why so they it was released. It. They hadn't started, yeah, this was probably like one of the darker ones that they had done prior to, you know, years down the road when they started doing Pirates of the Caribbean and finally got into like the PG-13 ratings. Yeah, then they were comfortable with putting darker stuff out under the Walt Disney Pictures label. But before that, that was the... Uh, the purview of Touchstone Pictures, their distribution company for, like, more mature fare, which is what this uh, released under. Which At is, first. Yeah, which is really funny, because they have... Uh, the, the version that's on Disney Plus has these very obviously added-in post-Walt Disney Pictures Presents <laughs> titles at the beginning. 
<laughs> just like, uh, put that shit in uh, Movie Maker and just slap it on there. Yeah, get it in <laughs> there. Okay, That'll work. It's and a- also, one thing that was a little bit less cool, but still kind of an interesting fact, is this movie actually caused Danny Elfman to have a nervous breakdown at the end of production. <laughs> oh, literally. no. It seems like no, kind because- of a nightmare. Because well, a... at the time, so Danny Elfman was the frontman of Oingo Boingo yep. at the time that this was being made, and unlike most films he had scored in the past, where he only had to work for about three weeks, he was on this project for two years. Yep. In addition to still being the frontman for a rock band and a full-time film composer, and he and Tim Burton actually had a brief falling out, and he had to break up the band in order to focus full-time on movies. How did yep. I not know he was in Oingo Boingo? That's fucking incredible. That was his thing for most, like for most of his career before he became a film composer. He was a, he was an Oingo Boingo guy. That's incredible. Granted, uh, I also yeah, don't know if because, I know any of their songs. I mean, you've heard fucking Dead Man's Party, probably. I off my. We've probably heard the music and just not known it was them. That weird happens, science. That happens a lot, actually. Weird science, I actually, probably have. I I mostly yeah. know them off the top of my head because of JoJo, of course. <laughs> Those are the two that everyone has heard. They've, they they have a vast discography of things. Yeah, I, in uh, um, my first year of college, I had a really big Oingo Boingo face. It was hey. something. <laughs> but yeah, because he is not just the composer on this movie. He is also the singing voice for Jack Skellington. Yeah, that's right. And also he was the voice for Beryl and the Clown. Oh really? Okay. So yeah, he he was doing a whole bunch of stuff in this movie. I can definitely see how that would cause a man to snap under the pressure. Yeah, right. Because right. this movie, this movie seemed really hard to make. Well, and he was doing this like when he was doing the concept art, he was doing it at Disney Studio on company time while he was having downtime from the Fox and the Hound. Oh my God. And because he was doing it there on their studio, Disney claimed it as their intellectual property and put it in the archives until he started making more of a name for himself. Uh, Fuck that entirely. And then that was when they decided to bring it back out, but still shuffle it over to Touchstone label instead of Disney. Yep. Uh, But now it's like one of Disney's most successful and iconic uh, properties outside of the like sort of main Mickey stuff, right? Which is and they an... topic a lot of money around Halloween. <laughs> yes, which is interesting because I don't I don't really think Disney merchandised this a bunch at first. Um they really didn't. Until it's a little store they bumped called... well, I mean considering they bumped frickin' Hocus Pocus back to July to make room for this and then they just didn't do much with it. I guess they were like because it was a touchstone thing. They didn't really want to sort of draw attention to it being a Disney movie, I guess, but, like, the Hot Topic built (laughs) its fucking, like, the foundation of its empire was built on Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, for real, though. And now, of course, they're all over the damn place. There's a, there's a, there's, like, a Nightmare Before Christmas Haunted Mansion takeover... In the parks, you can buy Jack Skellington's face on on so many ridiculously overpriced theme park merchandise products. There is so many. Um, a Disney vlog video that Grayson likes to watch a lot, uh, where they went to uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party a few years ago. The year that they did that, I assume this probably has happened to different extents other years, but they had a special Jack Skellington sipper cup, uh, sippy cup that was like roughly the size of your torso that would just fucking sit there and let you drink out of his head. 
I've always That's... wanted to drink Jack Skellington's juices. <laughs> God. They so have... has Sally. Anyway. <laughs> okay. First off. Damn. Second off. Also damn. So let's let's, let's get started on the movie. <laughs> Uh, I guess we should. We usually talk about the voice cast here first. Um, <laughs> not too many terribly huge names. And again, maybe they were, they were bigger in the '90s. So there's Chris Sarandon, is Jack Skellington's speaking voice, uh, specifically cast because he sounded like Danny Elfman's singing voice. Oh, okay, that's fair. There is Catherine O'Hara as Sally. Y'all may know as the mom from Home Alone. And she's also Shock. Yes. Uh and she is she has she sings in this movie, right? I think so. Yes, she's yeah. Sally yeah, she's Sally singing yeah. voice too. Chris Sarandon as Jack. You Kellington. can tell it's her when you hear her sing. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, Elfman is Beryl, who I believe is the like skeleton kid. No, he's yeah. Barrel's the skeleton, and then the clown with the tearaway face, <laughs> um, William Hickey as Doctor Finkelstein, or Finkelstein, one of those. Uh, let's see, and like yeah, it's like it's just like oh, Paul Rubens is Locke, the devil child. Uh, but yeah, it's like everyone else exactly. is just Glenn yeah. Shaddix is the mayor. It's just like character actor guys, like yeah, Glenn Shaddix. He was in Beetlejuice. Uh, Ken Page. Yeah. Uh, as Oogie Boogie. Who, to his yes. credit, has done, has been Oogie Boogie for every single, like, side thing involving Nightmare Before he, Christmas. There has never been before. another Oogie Boogie. Yeah. He really likes being Oogie Boogie. Ed Ivory as Santa Claus. And, of course, pa- uh, Frank Welker as Zero. Just barking into a microphone. <laughs> As so many of, of what Frank Welker's <laughs> yeah. career is just making animal noises. That's kind of like Alan Tudyk when he was doing Moana at one point. He does like the chicken clucking noises and he looks at the camera and goes, I went to Juilliard for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just just a, a variety, of, like a, a rogues gallery of, of random uh, voice actors, but including... Greg Proops as some of the uh, the Halloween town like denizens. Mm-hmm. I don't have like a list the, of them. The devil but... and the Harlequin demon. Yeah, uh, and apparently Patrick Stewart also recorded narration for a prologue and an epilogue. Yeah, but it's um, not in the movie. It's uh, on the soundtrack album, but not which in the I movie. have the Nightmare Revisited, which was a very good soundtrack. So that, that's that's our voices here. Um, so let's start off with of course you know so the the number for christmas we get the conceit instantly we see the forest with all the holiday doors yeah and we go into the one with the pumpkin on it and we just instantly just we're in we're in this is halloween right here right now it's all of the memes that joke about oh as soon as october first rolls around it's spooky season that is exactly the transition going through this door Plus, I just, I've always kind of liked how, you know, the guy that does the narration at the beginning, he's like, you know, you probably wonder where holidays come from. And they basically says, and if you haven't, well, tough, you're about to. <laughs> I'd say you know, it's time you would be done. I'm yanking you into this tree, whether you like it or not. Oh, geez. You will go to Halloween Town. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, what the fuck? 
do you even say about This Is Halloween that hasn't already been said? It's like one of the best opening songs in any musical ever. It's, yeah, so fucking good, y'all. Like, everyone, I'm pretty sure everyone on this podcast and listening to it knows This Is Halloween pretty much by heart. Yeah, it's one it's of one the... Of the minute. The minute you start hearing those opening notes, it's like anybody in the vicinity will start singing along. <laughs> it's one of like two or three songs that I actually have like straight up memorized. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, here, I mean, you know, there's there's all the classic uh, bits. There's the clown with the tearaway face, as we mentioned. Uh, there's you know the, 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 the shadow on the stared. moonlit night. Yeah, that yeah. actually uh, as a as a child. Uh, we were going to Disney World, and one of my cousins had the soundtrack. And I heard the when I heard the Shadow of the Moon in the Night, I was incredibly terrified for some reason because oh, I'd no. never seen the movie before. Aww. And I I was like seven, so it was like that's fair. Oh god, this is so scary! I don't, I'm imagining all these horrible things. Yeah, he's uh, got spiders in his hair. What the fuck? Finger snakes. Some spooky bits of uh, like uh, one the one I like that I wrote down was like. I am the who when you call who's there. Yes. that's a, yes. That one, for Spooky. some reason, I never actually caught myself the first couple times I watched the movie. I had to watch it with subtitles so that I could memorize the lines to the song. And I was like, oh, they're actually saying something here. <laughs> I am the wind blowing through your hair. Um, we can just agree that this entire soundtrack slaps. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. There is um, not a bad out of place song in this movie. Uh, for sure. Like, it's it's a great it's a great soundtrack and then we get of course uh there there the jack skellington the pumpkin king is being paraded through the streets right now he looks like a, a scarecrow yeah um which if you it's one. it's real it goes by real quick but we do pass him on the way in right like in the opening bars of the song yeah yes. he swings by like he's welcoming you to the town yeah which yep. means that this entire performance is canon to their little city it kicks off, it's, you can kind of see it as it kicks off their celebration. It kicks off Halloween season for them. Or I guess closes Someone it out. He, when he's, yeah, I guess it's like, yeah, this is like the big finale. But uh, when when he's riding through, someone does say, please make way for a very special guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. They, the fucking Aquid panel, like, here comes a special boy. Uh, but it's Jack Skellington. <laughs> so... He lights himself on fire. Yeah, he does. Dives into a well full of slime, and is is risen again. You know, just like just some extremely cool shit. And like all of all of this is, of course, stop motion animation, and it is it is pretty shocking how well it all holds up. Like, what did we find, Stephen? One hundred and nine or one hundred and ten thousand individual frames? Yeah, uh, the thing you found said one hundred ten thousand. The one I found said. 109,440. Right, but still, hell of a lot of frames. Yeah, and also, this was one of the first ones to have like multiple sound stages and also use sweeping cinematography, Ooh. which usually you didn't see in stop-motion animation. Yeah, there's definitely one bit of non-stop-motion that really stands out at the very end, but we'll get to that. And, you know, I don't, I don't begrudge them for saying, let's, let's just film this. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. Like guys, can we just not? <laughs> I'm so tired, and like, <laughs> and also like the the maquettes for this movie were were pretty big. Like, they were not small models. I feel like you know some people when you you when you say stop motion, they 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 sort of think on a smaller scale than it actually is. But yeah. these things were like a they few were feet tall. 
Yeah. They were not person size, but they were they were pretty big. Not not quite well, as big and, like... as elaborate as like some of the stuff in Laika's later films, uh, specifically well, yeah. Kubo and the Two Strings. But like, but also just the fact that they had like each character had its own like array of figures for all the different mouth movements. So instead of just like flapping up and down, their mouth movements actually match what they're saying. Yeah, that's why yeah. the mayor has like kind of those weird lines around his mouth and his eyes because they actually had right like different ones that they'd swap out depending on what he was saying right. well which in his case though it kind of worked because it just kind of added more to the uncanny valley yeah yeah so uh you know everyone everyone is is hype about halloween they're they're really excited about finishing up halloween um except for that one Jack kid in the is, back you know, whose favorite holiday is arbor day <laughs> is what What's um, his favorite just, holiday i was just joking about like imagine there being like one kid in the back like whose favorite who lives in halloween town but his favorite holiday is like arbor day or some shit he got he got he got <laughs> lost so he's the black sheep of the family or in this case i guess the white sheep of the family yeah they love they they love black philip over in halloween town oh my god <laughs> um and so yeah jackie you know he's he's just he's just he, everyone's saying wow you did such a good job of halloween jack and he's but he's like he's already we're already getting the sense that jack is feeling a little bit burnt out um and he he kind of wanders off while everyone else is is celebrating, and the mayor is already like, "All right, time to get ready for next Halloween." Quick aside, I think that 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 swamp the swamp lady thing she wants to fuck Jack. She's like, "Oh my god, I'm right?" Reaching out, oh yeah, yeah. She's like, "You made she's wounds, totally ooh, some flesh crawl, please, ooh, please." <laughs> I want you, Jack. What the, the fuck? Yeah. yeah, that girl, hot, damn. Speaking of wanting to fuck Jack, Sally, <laughs> we've okay. seen Sally through over the course of of this uh, of this like musical, but we we see her kind of trying to follow Jack, and then Doctor Finkelstein, the, our resident just sort of creepy mad prick, yeah, <laughs> uh, and mad scientist, but mostly he's a creepy prick. Well, that um, too grabs her and is like you slept me deadly nightshade but it wore off and i do i love that he is he just gets put to sleep for a while by like extremely powerful poisons it's like half- he's just, and he's not even angry he's just vaguely annoyed yeah, like, he's just kind of mad he's like, just like damn on, it really sneaking out like again really <laughs> also really quick fun aside when jack is walking by the uh the musicians <clears throat> right at the gate the head that's inside the upright base is uh danny elfman's Ah, very good. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I love those musicians. Nice job, Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy. <laughs> Sally wants Jack to be her Bone Daddy. Oh my God. <laughs> she wants no. She wants to Bone Daddy. Mm-hmm. She wants to jump his bones. <laughs> All right. So she escapes Doctor Finkelstein by like tearing third time tearing her own arm apparently. off. Yeah, that yeah. is. I love like the way they play with her being a scarecrow and just. Yeah. Like, okay. Fine. I'll leave my arm behind. It's whatever. I just love that her when she removes her own arm, its first reaction is just start beating Doctor Finkelstein around the head. Yep. Just bonking him. Valid. And so we. She, yeah. she follows Jack to the graveyard here, and she is witness to uh, his uh, his lament here. Jack's lament. His inner turmoil. Mm-hmm. I love this graveyard set a lot. I oh my god! Like it's so good. Some, probably the best looking environment in the movie which is really saying something considering how great all of the environments look in this movie and it's just like he's he's bemoaning 
his his lot in life where it's like he he just feels like there's a there's a higher calling to him than just making Halloween every year. Yeah. Yeah. His mid afterlife crisis. Yep. <laughs> and during the song, he's he's naming all of the things he represents to people, and he says, "To a guy in Kentucky, I am Mister Unlucky." And I, I know. Really want to know what? He just really as hates that, that one guy. As someone born in Kentucky, and my hometown is Louisville, Kentucky, I love that line. I was like, "Yes, represent." Yeah, he's just like he's just tormenting one specific guy in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, because... I mean, to be fair, we could just tell ourselves that the guy was Mitch McConnell and deserved it. Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! There we go. Perfect. I keep trying to bet at the horse race, but this goddamn skeleton steals my money. <laughs> <laughs> so, and also, because I am dead, I can take off my head. Um, but like, we just appreciate the sheer level of ham that Danny Elfman God. brings to Jack. Oh yeah, but... I mean, listen, you, you don't get Danny Elfman for any reason other than bringing the ham. Yeah, like, for real. Go, boingo. Well, that's one of the things I love, though, just the way it swings back and forth between this, you know, really boisterous act that he puts on for the townspeople or when he's in his pumpkin king mode. And then, of course, the quieter song part where he's like reflecting. And then just when you hear him talking and just how depressed and apathetic he sounds like the thing I found said it literally sounds like they went outside, found Chris Sarandon walking on the street and went here, read this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and you know, we got Zero here. He was in his doghouse, <laughs> aka a grave. A best grave. Boy his ever. grave. The best character in the film. Best Zero boy ever. Goodest boy. And yeah, so yeah, and when you're really when you think about Steven, it, you need to dress up. You need to dress up Otto as Zero. Oh my god, <laughs> he'll hold still for that, sure. <laughs> you, you should just put, like a sheet yeah. over him. It's huh. yeah, you know, he'll love He'll love yeah, just it. do that. You know, either put like an orange spot or like a little orange ball on his nose, and boom, zero. <laughs> and uh, you know, when you really think about it, this movie is about a an unfulfilled rich guy going through a midlife crisis, doing some cultural tourism. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also kind of stay in your lane. The movie. Uh huh. <laughs> well, don't fuck it's with. It's a combination of stay in your lane, but also it's okay to try new things. Just don't be surprised if they blow up in your face or you get shot down with a rocket launcher. I mean, by uh, the I completely <laughs> forgot that he gets shot down by the military yeah. in this movie. <laughs> it's so fucking yeah. funny. Uh, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, so he's, he just he just keeps walking, <laughs> like Sally. You know, she she feels for his, his his sorrow, but she has to go back for her arm. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Jack just walks. Yeah, keeps on going. Um, I love that he takes one of his ribs out for uh, for Zero to play fetch with, too. I just chucked it for Zero, because Zero's a good boy. And we cut to the next morning. The mayor rolls up to Jack's house. He's, he's trying to get... He, he's, it's the next day, and already he's like, all right... Time to get next Halloween going. Come on, come on. Um, and as we see, the mayor is just about, just sort of a barely held together ball of anxiety. Because uh. um, as soon as one little thing goes wrong, his, his head turns around to his like <laughs> despair face and he just starts freaking the fuck I, out. I love the mayor so like much. Fall down and roll down the stairs. Because <laughs> he is. Yes. He's just a, he's just a, a cone. Yeah, he's just a tri- he's just a cone man. As he yeah, he tumbles down the stairs. He's like, I'm an elected official. I can't do anything by myself. <laughs> I just love how genuinely distraught he sounds when he falls down the stairs. Yeah, he's like, oh. 
I'm watching some TV and I'm still wondering. There's like just one headstone that's just it's just a horse head. I don't know one, one <laughs> what is did, did a horse die and they've made the horse head thing? Why? Why is there just yeah, a horse? Fine. Don't worry about it. Oh Don't worry about it. Poor horse head <laughs> horse head Ted. <laughs> May you rest horse in peace. Ted. And so the mayor puts out a fucking APB on yeah, Jack Skellington. We need him. We need to find him. Meanwhile, we see that Jack has literally just been walking all night. I know. He fucking he fucking dissociated and uh, and accidentally stumbled into the fucking realm between worlds. I mean, in yeah. fairness, who among us? Listen, <laughs> among us I've, had, I've had nights like that in college. <laughs> <laughs> So he's just he just fucking walks into the clearing. I was like, "What the hell is all this?" <laughs> yeah, you know, we see you know, the Easter that? door, the Thanksgiving door, Saint the, Patrick's the Saint Patrick's Day, Day, Day door. door. Yeah, I'm like, really holding out all my jokes about these different doors because we have a question about them. But yeah. be assured, I have thoughts yeah. about what's behind these doors. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, that and I so, love like part of the plot of the of the sequel game is that Oogie Boogie like stole the doors and have to go oh around God. and find them. It's really funny that there is like yeah, there's like a sequel game. Like it's a it's a direct sequel to the film and it's like an N sixty four game or whatever. PlayStation two, I think. That's it, yeah. Oh what? Yep. Alright, yeah. PlayStation uh, PlayStation two. So you know, he he is a, he he goes up to the Christmas door, opens it up, nothing happens. He like shrugs and starts walking away, but then he gets the Christmas suck. Ooh, um, that's one way to say it. Hang on. <laughs> when you jolly, but she's still sucking. Um, oh, I'm gonna need a minute. And <laughs> and so he he gets launched into Christmas Town uh, and lands in a snowdrift, and this is where we get what's this? Huh. Just a fucking great song. Yeah, tied with This Is Halloween for best song in the movie. Just kind of depending on your movie. And like, time. yeah, like, he, this this is the Christmas song of the movie for sure. Like, we got, you got the, you got all your, all your classic, we got some jingle bells in here. We've got the, like, the sort of, the, the, the light string stings of, of, a, of a wintry sound. And he's just, he's just loving every second of, <laughs> of capering around this Christmas town. Somehow nobody sees... The like seven and a half home invasion. Yeah, the seven and a half foot tall capering skeleton man. He's for real. He just though. runs around. He runs he, around this town. Going, he's really he's really skinny and lanky, so he could probably hide behind a light pole really easily. He incorporates himself into a snowman, and he's so fucking tall that he just has right. to be an extra layer. And I mean, technically, all he would have to do because the bones are already white. So really, all he has to do is just change his clothes from black to white, and he all he's got to do is get naked. naked. <laughs> <laughs> right, just get naked, lay down in the snow, and hope that there's not any dogs. Tactical streaking. Dude, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so he that is... needs to be, there needs to be the episode title: Jack Skellington Tactical Streaking. I mean, we have so many episode <laughs> titles already, and we're not even like. Ha- Dude, right. like halfway through the movie. Oh, yet. it's yeah, it's gonna be hard I mean, to there's decide. Time. Like a third into it. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's he's just like just amazed. Like, What's this? What's this? There's yeah, white he, stuff everywhere. He has one line in here that really makes me wonder something about Halloween Town. He says there are children throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads, and like one, there are like two, ki- three kids in Halloween Town. So there's that, I guess. But like, did they just chuck heads at each other for fun? 
Yeah, that's... Well, okay, so I mean, we see later in the movie that they apparently have severed heads just laying around to give away as presents, that's so true. who's to say that's not what they throw around? I for guess, yeah. That's a graveyard. That's free reign. It's a lot I of mean, heads. Like, I mean, what, what do you think they do in Halloween Town? They play hockey with a pumpkin at the end, oh, they so do, why right. wouldn't they just be throwing snowballs? Why wouldn't they be throwing severed heads? Plus, that's they can't fair. throw snowballs oh God, because there's no, there's no snow in Halloween Town. However, we can assume there is a surplus of severed heads. Yeah, it's... <laughs> What would spooky and snow so, be? And like, yeah, you just you yeah. just, you just blood around. There's just a blood snow. That's oh, spooky uh, snow. Blood, snow. blood snow. There's a bit <laughs> where he like breaks into someone's house, yeah, to look at yeah. their Christmas tree and just Holy looms over Holy their Asian. child. And I love like, I love the kid like waking up like, what's going on? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I had a weird dream. There was a skeleton, and he was voiced by the guy from Oingo Boingo. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a dream, honey. Go back to sleep. Meanwhile, Jack Skellington literally runs into the the North Pole, um, which which tells you that this is Christmas Town. Yeah, he fucking slams right like head first into it and falls back (laughs) in in a perfect snow angel. Um, and this is where he glimpses the mighty and and powerful Sandy Claws Jeez. as he comes out of his workshop. Um, so while he's out having a great time, Sally is back at home with her terrible shithead like <laughs> dad. I don't know what he is. He, he Doctor Fringlestein's whole there's deal a, is weird. There's a, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> There's, yeah. yeah, he's so much is the thing. He is. He's, I, I just, you know, the things he does later in the movie, really a question for what purpose Sally was built. I don't, I I don't, don't know, know, man. I simply do not know. This guy is weird, <laughs> but he's he's mad. He's he's like, he's so she's making some fucking soup. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta tell you. She makes so much soup to just give him one fucking bowl. I gotta you, tell you. You cook for leftovers. That's, yeah. Why? She has poisoned you, like, at least once. Probably more. <laughs> at least ten times at this point, I think. Listen. He's a masochist. He's, he, I would not be surprised if that's Listen, the answer. he's busy oh, doing yeah, science. He's gotta, he's gonna get hungry. He's definitely not making dinner. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, she, like... She she slides some deadly nightshade in there. It's yeah, like, well, don't have deadly nightshade. Gonna... Uh, le- non-lethal is fine. You know, as a substitute. <laughs> well, she's gonna be able to smell it. So I gotta I gotta put some frog's breath in there. But she really goes over. You know, a little frog's breath goes a long way. That frog looks um, fucked up. By the way, I don't like the look of that frog. Well, it's it's, it's kept in a jar. Frog. Yeah, it's, its whole existence is just hanging out in a jar, so it can go. Bah. By the way, somebody, and I actually looked this up, and I may try to make this at some point. Somebody actually found a way to make Sally soup. Ah. Now, sadly, it does, it does not, you have to find your own deadly nightshade. I was going to say, I'm going to let you do that on your own. It's basically like a vegetable soup with a lot of greens. It's spinach, kale, broccoli, cauliflower, celery. Reason. It's got potatoes and onions. <laughs> yep. Cheese. <laughs> Where's, I mean, where's the frog's like, breath? <laughs> poison for the poison for Doctor Finkelstein. Doctor Finkelstein's poison. Oh my god! <laughs> right. Yes, that poison. So yeah, she puts in the frog's breath. It's way too overpowering, and she'll be like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna know that I'm using it to hide." 
something. So I gotta hide. I gotta <laughs> delete the, the frog's breath too. <laughs> so she puts in some fucking worms wart um, and brings the it's soup out to him. Yeah, yeah. That that frog's breath is potent. That's what I'm saying. A little goes a long way. You can't overuse that, or you're gonna get a real stinky soup. Yeah. Um, but I mean, later we learn that's exactly what Finkelstein like. He likes a nice stinky soup. Evidently. Uh, so she 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 serves his soup, which was really difficult to say. Um, and he's like, "Oh, worms water," and he sniffs and he's like, "And frog's breath." And she's like, "What? I thought you, you liked frog's it. breath." <laughs> and worms were <laughs> nothing is more well, suspicious. I do. Yeah, I do, but you, you know, you're hiding. Are you hiding something behind the frog's breath? And so he's like, "Here, you taste it first." <laughs> well, um, at least he's showing a little bit of smarts there. It's like, all right, you eat it first. Yeah, he's at least he. Yeah, at least he knows that. He, all right, this lady has poisoned me several times in the past. Maybe, just maybe. Why don't? Why doesn't he like build a like a fucking food tasting like guy who exists only to die? He's a fucking. Why would he have enough points for his GF at the end? I know. Oh God, why that's would true. he just make himself a freaking antidote at this point? He clearly knows it's gonna happen. Listen, no, <laughs> just I keep it in his molar. Listen, uh, it's still free soup. I think he. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what? This... In fairness, yeah, free soup. Do we see him open his head and scratch his brain in this scene? I don't remember if he later? does in this scene, but it happens like 50 times, so no, probably. I, I, I was funny. looking at it a second. I don't think he does. Okay. That's so sad, because I, I do love that. Um, and But yeah, so she, he's like, you taste it. She, Oop, I dropped the spoon. And she leans down. This this is the, Sally is a very, very clever, uh, clever ragdoll, because she like... She has a slotted spoon hidden yeah. in her sock, like it's a fucking knife. She's prepared, so she, she, she lifts the bowl puts, up, you know, you know, so that you yep, can't immediately see that it, it drains out. Yeah, yeah it's like ah, mm, very good, mm, delicious. So good. And this little fucking pig, <laughs> this freak. little piggy, just slurps it all down. Doesn't, Doesn't even need the spoon. Yeah, it picks up it just, the whole damn bowl and just. Blah. It's like like just. cereal milk. It done. Oh yeah. Did you see some like running down his his mouth? Disgusting! What a freak! I hate him. I hate Doctor Finkelstein. So, I mean, Jack hey, has committed Grand Theft Snowmobile, and he's returning <laughs> no. to town. Jack's back, and he stole a bunch of shit. He stole so much stuff. Like, how did they not notice this was all missing? Like, I can't imagine Christmas Town not being in an uproar. Yeah, it's Christmas. They're gonna give the stuff for, away for free anyway. So, who cares? You know, it's like it's it's November. They're really ramping up their Christmas yeah. production, so they were probably too busy to notice that. I guess snowmobiles missing and a whole bunch of other shit. Well, the thing is, also during the song, a few times he goes, or at least that's how I've heard it said. So I gotta think he just like scooped up a couple of these elves and interrogated them for like a couple oh hours. Oh my god! <laughs> who is that dark? Who is that large man? Who is your leader? <laughs> Sandy Claus? Sandy Claus, you say? Terrifying. Those elves are buried in a shallow snowdrift somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, he, he's back and he's like, town meeting, I've found some fucking crazy shit, y'all. Y'all are um, not gonna believe this. 
So this is where we get the town meeting song where he is showing off all of his Christmas stuff. Um, and this is a, a lot of these songs are like ensemble pieces where it's a lot of people getting different lines, which yeah. I like. Underrated. So, like, um, yeah, this... There's like a Grim Raper background character that shows up in like this one scene. And I'm like, I wish I saw more of him. He looks cool. He's got like a side. There's a, there's a dude that I'm, that I'm, does show up a little bit later on, but that I never noticed before this scene. They just have the literal Christian devil living their town with them. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, they do. And he has he has like a pitched down voice too. Yeah, he um, does. He's just hanging around. So he's yeah. So what what all does he pull out? He's got like a Christmas tree. He's got like ornaments and shit. Yeah, yeah, present. Coffee. Yeah, is there a foot in this in the sock? Is it rotted and covered with gook? Where is gook? <laughs> it's like no, no and, they actually just how disappointed they sound when they find out there's not a foot in the sock yeah and, and jack is getting increasingly frustrated that they can't see the appeal of all this christmas stuff but then you know he decides well you know i know how to get them into it i'm gonna like i'm gonna play to the audience here he's he's a savvy guy in many ways and so he's like yeah all right so there's this fucking guy. He's huge and red. He's a fucking big lobster man. He's got a powerful laugh. And he is the king of Christmas Town. And his name is Sandy Claus. And they all go fucking ape shit. They love it. And in fairness, while well, he, he did the whole... He did say give them what they want. So we know he's editorializing a little. But he does genuinely oh, yeah. think that Santa has claws. Because when he yes, later, later he's surprised. Because he mishears it, right? Well, I mean, if you didn't know anything about Christmas and you heard Santa Claus, you would think pinchy pinchy. Yep. Well, actually, I think of legal especially coming for some from nightmares. Well, okay. <laughs> I think of cats. I mean, Point really, if if Jack cats. knew about the Santa Claus, all of this would be way easier. <laughs> oh, we, could no. mur- we could just murder Santa all right. no. and become Santa. Lock, shock, barrel. I need you to murder Santa Claus. But do it in a way that I'm in. Or no, actually, don't murder them. Uh, bring them to me. Bring so them to I me, and I'll do it. Then you get a home yeah. movie about, about a skeleton uh, becoming Santa Claus. I I've read about a certain clause. Plus, you know, if we if we do this right, we get uh, Jack Skellington to kill Tim Allen. So win win. I mean, <laughs> there we go. Okay, there we Perfect. here we fucking go. All right, so yeah, but he um he, he's playing to the audience, but he's like, I I need to l- know more about Christmas. So he is he locks himself up in his tower, and everyone's like, what is he? What's he doing up there? My, um, my favorite well, line in the entire movie scene is in this song, though. Yeah, well, we aren't we aren't quite at something's up with Jack yet because right oh, first right. he's like reading a bunch of books. <laughs> Don't you just you know crush up a thing and then. Like put it in a beaker and like int- what? Well, he has what he mean? hasn't gotten his he hasn't gotten his scientific stuff because he's reading oh, yeah, he's reading a gigantic tome version of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Well, wait, he's wait, like, wait, wait! I just I found something on here uh-oh. where it actually like finds out the books that he actually was reading. Oh no! <laughs> that's it was, big, by the way, that's okay, the biggest so fucking has, book I, about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. But it's it, huge! What the fuck so is in there? It's like, it's like the, well, so here it is. So he has a plethora of Christmas-related books, ranging from A Christmas Carol okay. to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to something called Bobo Gets a Fire Truck, which for some <laughs> reason is several times thicker than A Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real fucking Bobo good Bobo Gets book. a Fire Truck. 
Yeah, I, I like that he, you know, the Christmas, a Christmas Carol should be the one he's the most into because it's about ghosts and shit, but he just tosses it aside like, fuck this. No, he wants the flying reindeer and apparently someone named Bobo who got a Christmas truck. Yeah, but he's like, I, I just, I, I need to know more. I need, I need I to figure out what makes Christmas tick. Bobo and his Christmas truck. So he pulls out a book that's scientific method and starts reading it. I know. And this is when we get, you know, so Sally is being put under house arrest by Doctor Fingleton. He's just like, man, yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me three times, still shame on you. Fool me four times, shame on you. But fool me five times, <laughs> and that's shame on you, and you get locked up. That's how that goes, right? Definitely. Um, I do love when he wakes totally. up. He's just like gone again. Yep, that's later. But right now, he basically oh, has it. a hangover. <laughs> he's got a hangover because he locks Sally up, and then and then the doorbell rings. And he's just like, oh. Uh, again, just proof that you know most people would be dead from poison. He's just got basically the equivalent of a hangover. Yep. Yeah. And so he goes down there, and it's Jack. And he's like, Jack, my boy! Um, and Sally's very excited to hear Jack is in her house. Um, and he's just like, yeah, I need I need to do science. So give me some science shit. And Fingal seems like, hell yes. yes I will do that go. for you. All the science. And so this is where we get something's up with Jack. Because he locks himself in his tower. And he is just doing science. Yeah. While everyone was like, what the fuck is he doing? What's going on up there? Little kid little water. kid walks by and goes, hope he hasn't died. And that line just yeah, hope destroys he hasn't died. me. Also, that kid has like a, is like, his mother's dragging him along with a leash, yeah. I believe. He's, he's on and a also, leash, his eyes whole, are sewn shut. Yeah, that whole family, their eyes are sewn shut. And Can, uh, can skeletons double die? Is it like... Yes, what is this? maybe I don't know. Yes, <laughs> these these are the important. So, questions. like, yeah, this is where we get all of the Christmas experiments that Jack does, such as you know, cr- like uh, trying to cut a paper snowflake, but it just turns into a spider. I love it. Crushes up a um, it, boils it, and is like, what does sure. this mean? I don't know. I just crush <laughs> up random stuff and put it in. Things and uh, I don't usually get it. Yeah, he's just he's just doing shit. He boils a candy cane and is sad when it comes out all floppy and white because <laughs> that's what happens if you boil a candy cane. Like he's he's just doing shit. Later, he's like writing equations. Yes, I made that <laughs> yeah. equation the header on our Twitter so that I could come back to it later. <laughs> it's parentheses chestnuts divided by open fire. Close parentheses divided by. Just a big picture oh, God, of a just... bell and the 12th root so... of December 25th plus the word Sandy and then a crab claw <laughs> equals Christmas? Yep. Equals Christmas? Question mark? So, I, I, have a, I have a thing about the whole <laughs> boiling. It's, it's really getting on my ass, the whole boiling the the, the ground up Christmas ornament. Because like, if I put up money in a blender with some pickle brine, and I don't think that makes me understand the economy any better. I don't think this is really... <laughs> no, that's what they that's what they teach you in, in economy in economy class. Ah, like that's how they do ah, it. Dang. Should have gone to that oh. major. It's a lot easier than work That's how it works. That's how they made Bitcoin. They just <laughs> they just threw a bunch of money into a blender. Oh and that's, saw what happened. that's why, because it's a bit of a coin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it that's what it means. <laughs> so, so 
Yeah, so something's up with Jack. Um, and then, so here, there's a really good bit where, where so Sally is preparing like a a care package for Jack. Yeah. Um, I would and, totally be down for getting that kind of gift basket. It's got yeah, a good so fit. She, she, does, does does Jackie bones? Does Jackie bones? I, I guess. I don't know. Is that how he gets his calcium? So, <laughs> you know, she sends this down on a pulley, right? She sends the the uh, the like the gift basket down on a pulley. And then you think, well, how is she going to get down there? Uh, the answer is, she's a ragdoll, so she just... <laughs> I love it. ...flings herself from her window. <laughs> Yay for no nervous system. Right. And just fucking lands on the floor in a pile. And then stitches herself back together. Yeah. Yep. He's like, all right, well, time to go. Um, Meanwhile, the band that I guess just lives on the stoop is, like, watching her do yep. the whole thing. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's like... I get the feeling it's probably not the first time it's happened. Probably not. Wow, That's... you're we you're weird. <laughs> That's probably just how she gets out every time. Yep. Um. So uh, yeah. Oh, actually, she, something of Jack starts after this because she does this at night. Right, right, right. Um, and sends it up there, and like she, he uncorks the bottle, and it displays like a like a like a butterfly. Um, and then and we and then something of Jack starts. Uh. And, uh... Oh, no, the, yeah, the, she has a fucking vision. Yeah, what is this? What the fuck? She hey, has yeah, the power you know of prophecy. Don't have prof- prophecy powers? It's a basic common knowledge. Yes. She has, she's, yeah, she's, she plucks a flower, it turns into a Christmas tree, and then it fucking lights a flame. Yeah. And she's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Sticks and she spends all night sitting there. <laughs> yeah, she just... <laughs> Spends all night sitting there, and that's when something's up with Jackson. She just sits there outside of his house all night. That's right. That's right. That's where she like just locks eyes with the band that I guess lives on his stoop, and she's waking yeah. up in the morning, and they're like, "That girl's here again." They're like, "Damn, she's down bad, huh?" <laughs> Sally is one of the most down bad characters in cinematic history, I think. Um. And yeah, so this is yeah. So Jack is this is where Jack is just like I can't figure it out. Like during the song, he's like I can't fucking. What does it all mean? But you know what? What if it doesn't matter? <laughs> what if I just do my own shit? <laughs> yeah. What if I make Christmas and <laughs> I'm Santa now? <laughs> Look at me. He draws. He draws himself a Santa Sona, um, <laughs> and he he bursts out of his tower. He's like Eureka! Time for another town meeting. And so he's given he's given everybody their jobs. And he's like, all right, you, you, you gotta make Reese. This is a nutcracker. I don't really know what where that was going because he gets interrupted yeah, by Lock, Shock, and Barrel. AKA Boogie's Boys. Yeah, the Boogie Boys. Little girl. Um, yeah. And it, the, so like yeah, so he's like giving everybody their jobs. Sally, he calls up Sally and is like, hey, uh, and she's immediately like, hey Jack, uh, I saw some shit. I got a vision. This is going to go really bad. But he is literally he's just not hearing it. He's like, no, no, no. It'll be fine. You're so good at sewing. It'll, <laughs> it'll come out great. I don't see why you're worried about it being a disaster. Just follow the pattern. And she's like, oh, okay. I, I guess. Fine. Just because I have a giant crush in you, I'll go along with this. But I'm not, I'm not happy about it. This is when the, 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 the trick-or-treaters come in, lock, shock, and barrel, and he's like, all right, now. Are they real the, humans, are, this, or... this seems very 
very ill-advised of Jack, by the way, because he's like, all right, I need people to kidnap Santa Claus. Who am I going to... I'm going to get... The guys who work for the weird bug man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guys who work for my, like, weird rival who lives on the outskirts of Halloween Town. Yeah. He's like, don't tell Oogie Boogie about this. Like, what? Why would they not? <laughs> yeah, no, notably, when they come in, they have such a reputation, the mayor immediately switches over to sad face. Like... Yeah. They're scary children. He's like he he gives them the fucking mission to kidnap Santa Claus, um, and like I got I got to <laughs> say this, Jack. Usually, when you're preparing Halloween, you have a whole bunch of time to do it. You know, 364 days, a whole year. <laughs> you have like a month and a half yep. to do this. Gotta calm down, bro. Um. But yeah, like he the 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 three boogie kids uh, go, go back to their clubhouse, and this is where they start singing "Kidnap the Sandy Claws." <laughs> they sing a whole song about and how they, they want to stop do a hanging around. around an old man. They want to torture an old man to death through a variety of means. Um, and I really think these guys should not be hanging around Oogie Boogie too much. He is a bad influence. <laughs> like. This, they're 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 just full chalk to the brim of violent thoughts. They're like throwing like in an th- throw, toss him in the sea, see what makes him tick. God. Just lock him in a cage for ninety years. Shoot him with a fucking Corn cannon. Did the cover of this song for the Nightmare Visitor. That's that's right. I love their cover of it. I, I was, I in the, in one of the many phases I had of just listening to like. Yeah. Weird music. <laughs> I listened to this song a lot, and also like there was an AMV of "This Is Halloween" that used the anime Soul Eater, and I listened to that a lot oh, too. Geez. That was a weird, weird <laughs> yes. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> I like a lot of the remixes they did for the songs, except one of the ones I hate was when I think it was Sparkle Horse did "Something's Up with Jack," and they butchered it. Horribly, Ooh. the fuck is Sparkle Horse? That's not real. You're I don't know, up. but oh my god, it's they turn it into like this slow, like kind of—I don't even know how to describe. It. It's like kind of slow and dreamy, and it does not meet the actual mood of the song at all. Sparkle Horse, listen to it if you dare. Is an American indie rock band from Richmond, oh, well, Virginia. Sure. They butchered oh. the fucking song. Uh, I can definitely see how they turned this into like a slow, mournful indie thing. Because here's what the lead singer looks like. So there you go. Oh, yeah, hang on. <laughs> Tony Stark, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> it does look like Tony Stark just got blasted with like a fucking hair dryer. Yeah, um, it's Tony Tony Stark after a comic like TNT explosion that left his hair all singed. <laughs> Tony Stark after <laughs> getting an exploding cigar. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Listen to their cover if you dare. I don't think <laughs> I wanna. Is the thing. And uh, more big but anyway. Yeah, so they, they got to kidnap the Santa Claus. They're they're in their fucking walking bathtub and they're ready to do a crime, uh, as always. They love to do crimes. I have a question. Are, are they like real yeah. human I have a lot beings? Of or are they like also like weird monsters that just happen to look? I, like? I think they're weird monsters. Yeah. I don't think they're, they they do not look like. We see human children later. There is like a fan theory that's been going around that all three of them were children at some point and died, but, eh, again, that's a ghosts. fan theory. 
Yeah, I could also see them just getting lost and ending up in it's Halloween. Like a, yeah, they are. I think people, like were like going, people were like situation. going off of what they. Well, the fans were going off of what they look like under their masks. So, like, the theory, I think, is Shock was electrocuted. Locke <laughs> died from frostbite because of his white skin and blue lips and barrel ground. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they, they're sort again, of the, and they're also just the, like, personification of the mischief of trick-or-treating. Yeah, because they are, um, I think, also just collectively called the trick-or-treaters. Right after the scene right. you see it's in some sort the of theory. spooky gambling pod, uh, again, you see dice and a that looks... Kind of like the shadow yeah. of the moon at night. Feeling your... I'm yeah. sure this doesn't mean Just anything. Googie. It's fine. Yeah, It'll be fine. Is, is whoever this oogie boogie guy, could he possibly be the shadow of the moon at night? No, it's fine. It's fine. The... Yeah, no, they just use the same so shadow. They, they... <laughs> so they bring him back. Um, or they, they, they return with something in a bag. <laughs> and they're like, we got him. And Jack is like, ooh, perfect. And then they... They let, they let out the fucking Easter Bunny. Yeah. I always, I always forget that the Easter Bunny has a fucking cameo in this movie. I don't want... I, yep. I, and Jack is like, you went through the wrong door, didn't you? I don't imagine this like, going, like, going like, there's a bunch of scenes where like, no, that's the real, actual St. Patrick. What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, so, yeah, he's like, all right, you need to go through the door that looks like this. Um, <laughs> and he like, he, yeah, so they're, they're fucking waffling around and, you know, doing their shtick. And then Jack just roars at them to get them the fuck off. It's pretty good. So Dr. Finkelstein, you know, he, he is approached to build the, uh, the reindeer for Jack's sleigh he's got, uh, through skeletons. He's got a fucking Igor just hobbling up, master. Yeah, he has an Igor, so like he's not. Sally wasn't built to be an assistant. I think the Igor is once a, again part time employee because he's not here there all the time. It's like, yeah, he doesn't want to give benefits. He's paid in dog um, treats though, so like he is. So Doctor Finkelstein is. Planning a replacement for Sally. Yeah. Fuck her. She's ungrateful. I'm going to make a new one. <laughs> Later we see what, why he's making this new one. And I... It's just... It's all very strange what's going on with him. It's... This is why he lives alone in a weird tower. Because no one wants to talk to him. I mean... He's a freak even by Halloween Town standards. <laughs> this is when we get Making Christmas. Yeah. So a nice little montage of everyone having a grand old time making the most fucked up Christmas things you can ever imagine. Somebody gets eaten by a snake. It's fine. <laughs> That's yeah, because... I love that snake. I guess they were using the snake to, like, store presents in or something. And it was just like, well, well, I'm here. Yeah, so they're, they're, everyone's having a grand old time. You know, we got everyone making shrunken heads and all this stuff. You know, Sharpening candy canes into spears. I'm tr- I'm not sure that's what we saw, but you know, it could be. <laughs> a fun animation. I want the turning. I want the vampire teddy bear. Fun animation with the turning okay. on a rat into a and hat. People are just building the track right in front, right as he's going. Yes. Okay, cat. You're right though. The vampire teddy bear would be very good. Yes. Right. I want the vampire teddy bear. You can probably find it like, with like any any department store. I may have to put the vampire teddy bear on my Christmas list this Actually, year. Actually, you know the, what? The duck full of stab wounds. Yeah. Um, well, they're the yeah. guy I turns know. in. That's, they're I they're they were like bullet, bullet wounds because they're holes. Yeah. Right, Unless they're you got like a, like a circle knife. It's true. Like I, an yeah, all or a knife pick. It's also a, va- <laughs> it's also a vampire duck. Um, 
Well, and just the fact that not only did they point, paint the bullet holes, but they made a point to paint bloody bullet holes. Yeah. Yes, they did. Uh, then there's a guy turning a dead rat into a hat, but Jack is like, no, 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 don't do that. A bat is much he better. <laughs> he just shakes the bat, the bat like too once. Long. Yep. So, so, Sally, despite her better judgment, has made Jack's uh, outfit here. But she's still like, you know, I, I, just, I just don't think this is a good idea. Like, you're messing with stuff that you're not really meant to. Like, see, this is the old you. And he holds. she holds the, the portrait of him as the pumpkin. And he just snaps it over his <laughs> He ceiling. does. Not anymore. <laughs> nope. That was the old me. I'm new now. I'm better. I'm not depressed. I have Christmas. <laughs> Could a depressed skeleton do this? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. So, th- then we actually see... Yeah, so Santa Claus, you know, he's he's, he's checking his list. Oh, I've been, I've been not that many naughty children this year. Unfortunately, he's about to meet some very naughty children because he goes to answer the door. Lock, shock, and barrel weird. just he sounds, a little, he sounds a little too happy when he's reading the naughty list. <laughs> naughty. He, naughty. Listen, he, li- he likes to give the coal. It's, fu- it's fun for him. I mean, yeah. Um, but he's also pleased, like, oh yeah, not everyone is 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 there's not a whole lot of naughty kids this year. Everyone is um, behaving, and he just he answers the door and he just gets fucking tagged and bagged uh, by by lock, rock, and barrel here. <laughs> I, I love as he's and being they, captured. They, Haven't you heard of peace on earth and goodwill toward men? And they all just go no, no, yeah, no, fuck you, fuck you, Santa Claus. They're dragging him back to fucking Halloween Town. This this Sally has grabbed some fog juice. Yeah. And, and at first I was like, is she gonna drug Jack? But no, she's not. But I, <laughs> she has so many poisons and potions and all this shit. Sally the cereal poisoner. Where she get all of us. She just loves to do it. Um, she's, so she's gonna use that to kind of slow him down. So Santa Claus gets dragged into the plaza, and they they pop him out, and he he is just completely fucking confused by. Going on, Jack is thrilled. He's like, ah, oh, I'm such a big fan of your work. Oh, you ha- you don't have claws, you have hands. That's funny. And so, and Santa's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> they switch. Where am I? They switch to Santa's POV, and we just see all of them like gathered around, and Jack just right up in his face, surprised, aren't you? Like, yeah, I fucking am. I'm gonna have a fucking heart attack. So yeah, and then so he's yeah, so he's just like he's just freaking the fuck out, and. And Jack just tells the kids, oh, "Why don't you want to go make him comfortable? Okay, just uh, we don't want to hurt him. We just want to we just want to ha- make him have a nice time." And the kids go, "Yeah, we'll make him have a nice time, all right." <sighs> this is where we also see Doctor Finkelstein scoop half of his brain into the lady he's building. Oh, oh, it ain't even just that. And then he kisses his own brain. Yeah, he ki- he kisses it, and then her head like slams shut on his lips. On his Doctor Finkelstein, really creepy freak. duck lip. You know, he really—it's just he makes like a hot lady clone of himself to push him around. I just there's a lot going on here, and I don't want to know any of it. Yeah, I don't want to know what's going on in that little brain of his. Ugh, freak. Luckily, he is basically not in the movie after this scene. He's gone. Um. So yeah, they, the kids bring uh, Santa to 
Oogie Boogie's place, and they're like, well, who? What, what's the most comfortable place? Oh, yeah, Oogie Boogie's fucking lounge. So they stuff him down this tube. You know, he's, he's big, so he's getting stuck, and they're like, well, if he can fit through a fucking chimney, he can fit through this thing. So they just, <laughs> use a plunger to shove him in there. The, the kids already and somehow... this is where we get Oogie Boogie's song. The kids already somehow have a better understanding of Christmas than Jack does, if they already know somehow this dude is yeah. going down chimneys to deliver presents. It supports, <laughs> like, that they're, like, from agree. Earth somehow. Um... So, yeah, it's time for Oogie Boogie's song. It's our villain song. Pretty late in the movie, actually. Like, this is like the last 30 minutes in Oogie Boogie's yeah, just for, now introduced. For as much of a presence as he has overall, we barely really see Oogie Boogie in the movie. The song is fucking good, though. It's so good, is the thing. You're joking. You're joking. I can't believe my ears. Yeah, just like this fucking trippy blacklight casino. Oh, it's so good. Santa's strapped to a roulette wheel. The one person in this film that can out ham Danny Elfman. Yep, like he is just going going for it. It's worth and saying. He's for, just like, yeah, we're still not having this. He is a potato sack man. He is a man made of a potato. <laughs> he is like a fucking is, yeah. Oogie Boogie is a burlap sack full of bugs. It's quite something. Yeah, he's just basically singing to Santa about it. he's going to fucking kill I'm him. Going to murder you. Through gambling-related means, yeah. like when lives are on the line, not mine, uh, yours, obviously. I... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, J- Jack is getting ready to take flight. You know, so content in the knowledge that Santa is obviously very safe and comfortable. Yes, for uh, sure. And having a great time. <laughs> He's at the casino, enjoying He's... his his gambling at the casino. Uh, in... He is certainly but, not. I don't know why the I don't know why the lockjack bell refuse to elaborate further but i mean if they say he's yeah. having fun at the casino who, who am i who am i to stop them he's certainly not strapped to a metal table being spun around a centrifuge until he pukes or like getting threatened with dice death games yeah so but he's getting ready to fly uh but damn the fog is rolling in we can't we can't do anything about this. And Jack, you read Rudolph oh, the Red-Nosed no. Reindeer. Did he not Listen, finish it? He, d- he skimmed. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he he didn't read it. He didn't read about how they were all making fun of him. And I was like, damn, this is... You got too <laughs> sad. We have seen that Jack is not the best at taking Aesop's to heart. Oh, God, no, no he's not. No, he's not. He's not one he's for like... subtlety. You'd have to literally he... slap him to the face. You did, Or shoot him with a howitzer. Um, <laughs> well, yes, as that does <laughs> so yeah he's like oh god christmas is ruined but then zero's like you fucking idiot Even i read i read rudolph the I read the the book. ghost dogs have electric noses mm-hmm. or at least That's this one does yeah so they he's yeah he's gonna he's gonna be the rudolph and sally just like god damn it <laughs> fucking hell. i try so hard <laughs> nothing else matters um i this is where we get sally's song <clears throat> this is actually my favorite song yeah. on the in the movie. It's I really think good. it's it's also my favorite recurring lay motif. It, it it pops up every so often. Yeah. Um, this is like yeah, this is Catherine yeah. O'Hara singing her heart out, all that the stuff. Band has little orange black orange hats with black dots. I just realized. Yes. <laughs> little party they hats. Do. They're, they're, they got drip. Um, yeah, and she's just like. I'm so fucking worried that Jack is going to get himself killed. 
and, and you know he'll he'll never reciprocate my feelings she, she like i said she's the most down bad halloween character ever so this is where we get the fucking christmas night montage and things go bad immediately so so fucking quick which first off where is so he, he just, where did he... that go america yeah is he in kentucky somewhere yeah this is i don't think so this is like, like, like we, we, snow, we don't really have right? any kentucky accents it's like yeah it's like eastern seaboard probably it's, it's, um it's a new york it's always new york that's yeah you know what that's fair go like some suburb in it not suburb but like yeah he's in yonkers um <laughs> Yeah, he's, he he immediately gets discovered by a child who's like he, he seems very confused when he sees that Santa is a seven foot tall keepering skeleton. Frankly, I would be scared more scared than he is. I, yeah, right. He mostly just seems listen, nonplussed listen, by the whole just situation. Woke up in the middle of the night, you see a lot of weird shit. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, and so he gives this kid a present and goes back up the chimney, and his parents walk out. It's like, what did Santa bring you? Billy or whatever the fuck his name is and he turns out as a shrunken head <laughs> and they scream never. yeah later we see that they have fainted <laughs> like I, love they just unimpre- fucking... I love how unimpressed the kid is the entire time too like he's not shocked he's just like yeah uh, he's just he's just, uh, it's just, it's just, it's just this thing just hold um, what do I do with this well, I'm gonna be describing this to my therapist in five years so we just made a montage of kids being attacked by evil Christmas presents and, and, and parents are calling the police. Because, you know, in this universe, Santa is a, like a known being. I guess, yeah. Like, because they say that he's impersonating Santa. A skeleton is running around impersonating Santa. He's a Santa. known entity. <laughs> and so the fucking military gets scrambled to hunt down this Santa impersonator. <laughs> As people are like locking their fireplaces and lighting them, lighting them up, and like boarding them up, like the, he is just causing complete fucking havoc. There's a yeah, snake. people are getting chased. Snake this eats- little fat kid is being chased by a jack in the box. A snake eats a whole ass Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yep, I love the. Gets just I love the there, eating the Christmas tree. Kids just standing there screaming silently. Just ah. this fucking snake just eats the christmas tree yeah, and he's and, and this, <laughs> this is when the fucking military starts shooting anti-air fire yeah. at jack oh he's like oh they're shooting fireworks for me how lovely wait a and minute he's grazed by one he gets grazed by one it's like wait a minute they're trying to blow me out of the sky like no they're other christmas movie like oh no shit no other really? christmas movie ends with santa being fired on by the fucking military <laughs> with a tank no less yeah right it's like a it's like a these huge fucking where is the where is he flying over that there are these gigantic anti-air cannons i don't know what the hell yeah you know he's that close to civilians apparently yeah but he gets blown out of the sky and everyone in halloween town was watching this entire thing go down through like a scrying pool and they watch him get blown the fuck up i knew we couldn't trust nora this is why they're tracking santa they're not trying they're not tracking santa so all of all of the children around the world can can be excited for the joy that he'll bring they're tracking him because they want to fucking get him man i remember when i was a kid i thought that santa tracker they would put on the news was the coolest shit yeah so did i yeah (laughs) 
So everyone is super bummed that Jack got fucking blown out of the sky by the U.S. military. <laughs> and of course, like, well, I guess he's even, dead. You know. The mayor doesn't even try to be tactful about it. He's going on flat out saying he's been blown to smithereens. <laughs> he's fucking dead. dead. <laughs> he's fucking dead. I'm going to have to be responsible now. I can't be Pumpkin King. I'm only an elected official. <laughs> <laughs> but Sally knows she's got to save Christmas, even if Jack is gone. So she goes to find where Santa is. And, you know, obviously Santa's being held captive by Oogie Boogie because she's smart enough to know you can't trust those little shits. Pretty like, much everybody other than Jack in town knows you can't trust those little shits. Yeah. So I like I like her distracting Oogie Boogie by, like, detaching her leg and making it shake sexily at this him. This feels like some Metal Gear Solid shit, being able to, like, detach It does, absolutely. So he's he's menacing Santa, and then he turns around and sees a sexy leg and goes, Ooh, uh, hang ooh on now. mama! <laughs> hachi, hang hachi. on! <laughs> and then he goes over there and starts tickling her feet! Oogie's a foot pervert, everyone! Oogie's a foot guy. We know this now. This is the thing that we know now. And uh, so her hands are like untying Santa, but he he discovers, wait a minute, this isn't a lady's foot. Well, it is, but it's not attached to a lady. (laughs) It's just a fucking floating leg. So he captures Sally. Yes, we learn immediately. We all know Oogie Boogie has a foot guy. He's a foot guy, Mm. and he's also a Kirby, because he starts sucking in air. (laughs) Yep. Oh, God. oh, oh so, he's just pervert Kirby. He is just pervert Kirby. Pervy, as we call him. Pervy? Yeah, Pervy. It's a lot easier to say in my head. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to workshop that one. So we see Jack among the fucking wreckage of his sleigh in a graveyard. He's like he landed in the arms of an angel statue. There is a there's a fucking there's a Funko Pop of this scene too. I put it in the chat. Yeah, so the Pieta moment. <laughs> oh my I, god! It does not translate well into oh. a Funko Pop. <laughs> Holy shit! Why? Whoa! I don't I don't know. <laughs> He doesn't have it's the normal labeled... body, which is somehow more disturbing because it gave him I... like real proportions. But it's his labeled face... movie moments, so I guess they just do this for like a bunch of different things. But what the fuck? Oh yeah. my I god! Can I get a Funko Pop like nightmare I mean, version of a... other iconic movie moments? I have a moments? Funko Pop of like Yamcha oh, dead on dead on the ground. And I won in some sort of <laughs> <That's>... like, Twitter <laughs> contest. I don't know where it is. Oh fuck there. yes. <laughs> Oh god, I didn't know this. That's existed. really good though. <laughs> Alright, well this is gonna have to be a fact that I know know now. Um so yeah, he is he's just this is a kind of a reprise of Jack's Lament. It's sort of in it's kind of in reverse though, because he starts very sad. It's it's so funny, he's like, I'm gonna go to a cave for a million years and they're gonna <laughs> find me. And I'm gonna be dust and the plaque is gonna say here lies Jack, a big fuck up. <laughs> So yeah, you did kind of fuck up huge big time. Yeah, you buddy. did a little bit, didn't you? Um, you did. You did sort of ruin Christmas. <laughs> and he's just—he's just all I wanted to do was try something new, and I ended up just traumatizing an entire generation of children. Oh, 
But then he's like, wait a minute, I love doing that. That's my job. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. I'm the fucking pumpkin king. He's, this, this entire exercise is like revitalized his creative spirit. He has a bunch of new ideas and like things he could do. And he's back on it. He tears off the tatters of his Santa suit. He's like, I'm the pumpkin king. That's fucking right. Oh, shit. Thankfully, I gotta get back to Halloween Town and save okay, Christmas. Gotta give that back to Santa. <laughs> that's true. Cause that's right. He took that. He did not have the hat for his cousin. <laughs> he took it from Santa. So he he December he gets uh he, he runs back. Nineteen ninety three. The skeleton incident. <laughs> the fucking skeleton incident. And so, yeah, we see that Hoogie Boogie has strapped Sally and Santa to a table, and he's going to dump them into a vat of magma? I don't know. Why I do you want to like how it is? Why do, why do you have this? Um, because why not? I mean... So he's rolling dice to see how many cranks he's going to give the fucking table... He when when he rolls snake eyes and he slams the table to make it an eleven. Yeah, not a twelve. I'm glad it's at least a little. <laughs> He's not cheating too hard. Yeah, if it had been twelve, they'd be dead. Uh, but Jack is very good at stealth, as we as we saw in what's this. He's he's still very good at it, and he just kind of sneaks around uh, Boogie's whole thing to free the two of them. Boogie gets fucking pissed. Never before Christmas, tactical espionage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't Boogie's Revenge kind of a stealth no, it's, game? It's a Devil May Cry. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. He's got like a whip <laughs> called the Soul Robber. <laughs> Wait, it's a character action game? How did I not know no, it's this? It's a bad character action game. It's, it's, it's very well, that's, that's still That's still something. But yeah, so he and Boogie are, are kind of facing off here. And I will say, I'll say this about The Nightmare Before Christmas. The hero does kill the villain. Well, no, Santa kills him officially. As far as <laughs> Santa Claus steals, as the, far as we the, know, the final blow. I mean, to be fair though, do That's we know funnier. for sure that all the bugs either went into the acid because we only saw the one get stepped on? No, but it's the one that well, was I mean, talking. As so. far as the audience knows, yeah. As far as the audience knows, Boogie's dead. Obviously, through the official sequel material, we know that he's not. <laughs> but if we <laughs> just count this. Would that make canon. one of the few? Would this? Would that make this one of the few technical Disney movies that has an on-screen death? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I guess it does. Or an on-screen murder because Santa <laughs> well, does kill the shit out of Oogie Boogie. Just... Well, that's true. Well, that well, and they deliberately throw the threads onto the machinery to pull everything apart. Yes. But like, I think this it is, is an... like one of the first deaths where it doesn't cut away to shadow or they fall off screen. It's we actually see a straight-up killing on screen. Yep. Well, that's because he's just a big bundle of bugs. He's not really oh, like a that guy. Part... This entire movie when I was a kid, that part creeped me the fuck out. It's, when it's, it's scary it's looking. It's not right. But yeah, so this is this is the bit where it's very clearly just footage shot at normal speed because it's all the bugs falling into the acid. Yeah. You get this cool right. scene of Jack doing a bunch of like parkour around all these. You know, like, yeah, he's like doing parkour and shit. And so there's some, some cowboys he's got, he's, who he's are shooting at him. <laughs> oh yeah, I love the cowboys. They're they're in the Oogie Boogie song too, where the fucking cowboys roll up and I shoot think, like, Santa most of these dead shoot at him. The Kingdom Hearts boss fight with them, like the buzz song. Oh, oh absolutely. The I mean, Oogie... they, these are these are just like fucking pro, primo boss fight stuff. Like yeah, no, the Oogie Boogie boss fight is so fucking good because it's just all of this 
His his entire lair is just like a great boss boss fight level. But yeah, they they defeated Oogie Boogie and saved Santa. And Jack is like, I am so sorry. And Santa just snatches the fucking hat with you, <laughs> motherfucking skeleton. <laughs> You're lucky I'm Santa Claus and I can fix this shit. But man, you gotta don't do this shit. Just fucking do the thing you're good at. It, don't try to be a Santa. It very you kidnapped me and nearly got me killed by a bug man. So, it very much is that line from Futurama: "Play Santa again, and I'll kill you next year." Yeah. Yep. God. So he flies off. I love the I line. It's like, but is there still time to fix Christmas? And he's like, can I fix Christmas? Of course I can. I'm Santa Claus. And he flies out. I'm, I want to imagine like, someone who uh, whose first experience with Nightmare was playing the Kingdom Hearts game, and you're surprised when Oogie doesn't turn into a house after. Oh my god. Deep. Right. <laughs> he just, just becomes a house. And I, I was going to do a whole bit about, like, uh, hey, so, hey, why are we talking about this scene in my version of the movie where uh, he turns into a house and this weird, weird kid and a dog and a duck have to go climb the house and beat up these weird, like, purple blob? What the? It's in the uh, director's cut. About this? Yeah. This was Tim Burton's vision. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he wanted all Give along. Give me so, the Sora cut. Jack... Jack and Sally have a little bit of a, a moment, but Jack is bone blocked by the mayor. Um, bone blocked. Oh, shows geez. up. He's like, "Oh, you're all right." And so you know, he's just like, "Yeah, we're back on Halloween and Halloween only." You know, we tried that and it was fun, and I'm, I have a lot of new ideas, but we fucked up really bad. <laughs> um. And yeah, so then we, we get we get our ending. He wanders off again, and, and Sally or no, Sally wanders off actually because she's just like, oh, well, I'm glad he's back, but he still he still doesn't know how I feel. Uh, but he he goes after her, and you know, the emo king and queen kiss under the moonlight uh, over, and the the Santa has brought snow to Halloween town yeah. as well. The vampire, yeah, the entire the, the entire very cool, the entire town starts singing. What's this? And so, yeah, we—that's—that's that's the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, of course, just a, a lovely little movie. Uh, Doctor Finkelstein has his weird girlfriend self-sessed thing. That's, I want to talk about Doctor Finkelstein's fucked weird up. fucked doll clone. I don't know what's going on here. I don't like it. Her name is Jewel, <laughs> apparently. Mm. What is you? What is you? It's another fandom thing. Uh, okay. Ugh. I just don't. Because she calls her my sweet jewel, so everyone's like, well, we don't have anything else to call her, yeah. so let's just call her jewel. Finkelstein, I just. Know. It's all. I don't know what's going on there, but I don't like it. Here. I don't want to think about it. He can do yeah. whatever he wants in that tower as long as I don't have to see yeah, it. Yeah, right? Right. As long as we never, ever find out about it. You gotta find some deadlier well, nightshade and nightmare. put him to sleep for good. Ah, <laughs> Yeah. That's Nightmare, and yeah, you know, it ranked pretty highly on my list, obviously, because it's a good fucking movie. It's like a the holiday classic. Great songs, great character designs, incredible animation, like, it's good shit. So we have questions. Do we have any on Twitter? We, we did, yes, there were a couple. Ooh. How about you take the Twitter questions then, Steven? We have three. Uh, cat girl hurtling through space. Uh, what's, what's the ad on this person? I keep forgetting. At Kitty Cat Herder, of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do y'all have any fun stories about dressing up for Halloween? And what's the best kind of candy to get around Halloween? Uh, the first, the second one is everything except candy corn. Yeah, well, no, there's definitely like tears of that's Halloween okay. Candy. Yeah, you know what? That's true. What's the the best one? Would probably like. I mean, obviously, a Snickers is good. Milky Way. I always really liked the non-chocolate Tootsie Rolls. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, the the yeah. fruities. That's yeah. yeah. You know, I do feel like I only ever see those around Halloween, huh? I know, and they, you have to get like the big variety mix bag that has like the Tootsie Roll pops and dots and stuff in it. You can't just get the fruity tootie rolls. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, obviously candy. the lower tiers are like candy corn, saltwater taffy, Twister, Twizzlers. Um, Twizzlers are kind of yeah. bad. Twizzlers stuff that like you don't even get in a package; it's just loose. Yeah, there's all of that generic like Halloween chocolates that comes wrapped in eyeballs and shit. <laughs> Or wrappers that look like the really crappy quality chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's like the fucking lower mid tier. Like it's fine. I'll I'll I mean, take ideally it. Ideally, the best is just that's not what you truly want. The best Halloween candy is the the full size candy bars you get from rich people houses. But yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. It is. There yep. you go. There is that's one candy though that's awesome, and I can usually only find it around Halloween time and occasionally at Christmas. Butterfinger. Does peanut butter cups? Ooh, oh, that's right, they do. It, I haven't seen those in a while. Freaking addictive! I've only found them around Halloween, and occasionally, like if you're at like the grocery store, you know how up front they'll have like the last minute grab yeah. seasonal candy. They'll do like the peanut butter Santas around Christmas, and I haven't seen them this year yet. But oh my god, those things are crack. They're yeah, they're really good actually. Okay, what about dressing up for Halloween stories? We got any of those? Uh. I don't really have any, like, super standout ones. Um, my brother and I were Shaggy and Scooby one year. He was Scooby, and his That's so his was actually store-bought. I was Shaggy, and my mom just got me a pair of, like, oversized sweatpants and then cut a big shirt into a V-neck. <laughs> and I did that. Yeah, Shaggy's a pretty easy costume. Yeah, actually. I think she, like, drew some little, like, scruff on me because I was, like, 10. I ended up keeping I the shirt I'm... as, like, a sleep shirt for a while after that because fucking why not? In 2018, I made my little sister cry with her own Halloween costume once. What? I made my little sister cry with her own Halloween costume. Oh my god, it's very good. Well, so when she was little, like, I think she was like two, maybe three, two or three, but one year she was Tickle Me Elmo for Halloween. Oh no. And I I was still kind of adjusting to, you know, being the older sibling now. Because we're almost we're almost nine years apart, ah. so I was still had a little bit of older child jealousy there. But her costume had like a belt around her, and if you poked it, it would do the. T- there was a voice box that would do the tickle me Elmo laugh, oh. and I figured this out, so I wouldn't stop poking oh, no. it and it would cry. Oh my god! <laughs> that actually came up while we were back for mom's funeral, and we were going through like family pictures looking for the slideshow, and I found a picture of her in that costume. I was like, oh. And she was like, yeah, the year you made me cry. <laughs> it's like, yes, lasting trauma. So back in <laughs> 2018, I want to say, you, I was in college and I at, at the Walmart, I found a Bob Ross costume. And I was like, this will, be, this will <gasps> oh, impress awesome. the college, the fellow college kids. So I, I just got like <laughs> a button up shirt, some jeans. And, you know, it comes with like the wig and the beard. And like an easel and paintbrush nice. or whatever, so I went to like some Halloween party at one of the dorms, 
and like there was some costume contest which was decided by audience applause and I ended up winning because like yeah everyone's like hell yeah Bob Ross and I was like I gamed the system by using things that college students love you know I forget what I got it was like a $15 gift card for like a Walmart or something pretty good me? When I was young, very young, it's uh, six or seven or eight. All of those ages are the same. Um, I I was way into like as a kid, as because my dad introduced me to a bunch of old stuff that I really was into, like wacky races nice. and Thunderbirds and like shit from the sixties and seventies. So obviously, there wasn't a whole, whole lot of merchandise for that. Damn, I can't go in like the, the early two thousands. So my grandma actually made me a Dick Hell Dastardly yeah. costume. That's really good, though. Like hand sewn, it looks it looks extremely good because she's like a professional. She, well, not a professional. She's like a really good quilter. Ooh, not a professional quilter, but just someone who really likes quilting. So yeah, I I I, I have a few pictures of it somewhere around here. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pop one in later. But like I I was Dick Dastardly in a handmade Dick Dastardly costume for one year as Halloween. That's so good. The rest of my costumes have been pretty unremarkable. Hey. Um, just the usual stuff. Uh, uh, what's what's the next one on Twitter? I set my phone down. One sec. Fool. I'll do it because I have it open on my computer. Ooh, fancy. Jasmine Marsh at Pidmon on Twitter asks, what Holodor ha. would you want to visit the world of? Holodor is very good is the thing. That's a good I word. I mean, Christmas Town probably. Ultimately, I do yeah. like Christmas. Because I will, I'll talk a little bit about what I'll, what I think is behind some of those other doors. Because I don't, I don't, I don't think some of those are very yeah, good doors. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I have a theory about what's behind the St. Patrick's yeah. Day door. If, um, oh, oh, geez. <laughs> if you want to get a bunch of candy, I would say you can probably have an okay time behind the Valentine's Day door and the Easter Easter door. Oh, maybe. Yeah, there's a Valentine's Day door too. I forgot. Yeah, about that. Easter and Valentine's Day are probably like. Tolerable for a while, but after a couple, I hours, don't know. Like you go the wrong part of Easter town, you might that's see some messed up shit. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I think it's I think like, it wait a minute. Kind of it's like a weird. It's like a about. weird division. Yeah. It's part, you know, no Easter Bunny Land, but then Presumably... you see the, the Christ on the hill. It's a little <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took me a second. I was like, wait a minute, that's what she means. Okay, hang on. Hopefully. I mean, judging by Christmas Town, these are like the most secular, like caput, like consumerist versions of these Don't holidays. Go to Columbus Day. So hopefully you won't see <laughs> the fashion, but maybe you will. I don't know. Is yeah, wait, listen. is Thanksgiving just the Macy's Day parade, like for eternity? Oh Christ! Yeah. Oh God! I I should hope that's what it is yeah. because I could also yeah. see some other things don't, that could be yeah. Done so much um, hey, hey, bud, don't go through the Columbus Day door. You're gonna regret it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Not. <laughs> yeah, Jack, stay out of that one. You're, you you're gonna have see. a bad time. You don't want to see what's behind that one. Oh, uh, uh, lesbians are third. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm, Friday was a uh, lesbian day. Uh, I like to go to that door. Hey yo, hey. <laughs> <laughs> where's that door? All right. <laughs> Uh, what's our last question on Twitter? It is from. I'm still have it open. I have to do everything <laughs> no, around here. No, it's uh, from Abby hashtag BLM uh, Alex. I can't fucking read. Alex Adania one six seven is the at. This is someone who doesn't follow us, so I'm hoping you'll hear the episode and then follow us. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Tim Burton in general? 
What's your favorite Tim Burton movie? Mm, okay, so I like Corpse Bride. Tim Burton. Corpse Bride's good. I think Tim Burton is a director who was very like against the grain and sort of counterculture back in the day. But he just, I don't know, he never really... I gotta... It was all downhill after a certain point. I gotta really be like, in the mood for, like, Tim Burton stuff. Tim Burton's... Old Tim Burton stuff is good. There's a certain where it's like, he just... It's just this fucking same shtick, but not as good. And it's just like, I don't know, he hasn't made a good movie in, like, fucking ten years. His Batman movie, at least. Yeah, that he did. That's on the list somewhere. Yeah, that was him. Oh, that movie's... Those movies are not good. Um, yeah, I mean, Tim, his Batman is great. Like from like the the eighties through like probably the early two thousands, I think he was on a good roll there. But I, it, it's somewhere he just like I fe- it feels like he's not fucking his heart's not in it anymore. He's just coursing. He's just like sort of cruising through his reputation almost. Just like I'm, I'm the weird guy. And that's not really true anymore. He's just like a he's just like a guy <laughs> who makes movies, snooze fest movies. Um, yeah, I mean, his he put hell in a bottom Carter in most of his movies, and then got divorced. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit that going on in the background of his movies. But my favorite Tim Burton movie, I mean, it is probably Batman '89. Yeah, right. That's a, that's a very good movie. Like it's it that that his vision of Gotham is so good, it's it's definitely one of the best ever put to screen. Batman was good. Um, Beetlejuice right. is still really good. I never, I've never, I've actually not seen a good majority of his other yeah. movies. I've never seen Beetlejuice. I've never seen Edward Scissorhands. All any I saw of like, stuff. Oh, I'm googling. <laughs> I saw Corpse Ride once, but I don't really remember anything about it. Corpse Ride is all I right. I'm googling Tim Burton movie. movie and do what. Frank and Weenie's a movie. I will. That's all. I it's will yeah. Yeah, that's. I feel like that was the period where it was like yeah, I've I've seen the Alice of the first Alice in Wonderland live action one. I didn't really just. Uh, it's not good. You know, like it, mean, like the short. It, it was started like, out as one. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, and then he he stretched it into a full length movie, which he just. That's what I'm saying. Is it? Should have just stayed yeah. as the short. I not... I like Frank and like, now. That was one of his like famous fresh. early works, and I guess he really wanted to bring it back. But yeah, there's I just I just didn't hear anything about Frank and Weenie. I like it now, but that's Other because Grayson made me watch it 50 times, and I ended up getting used to it. <laughs> that's uh, that's called Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, I was about to say you, you've got Frank and Weenie Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. Oh goodness, dogs holding me at gunpoint. Fucked up. <laughs> This movie's alright. This right. is a good so, Tim Burton Discord. movie. I said that's my favorite. This is a... Well, once again, technically it's a Henry yeah. Selleck movie. Tim Burton was the, the ideas right. guy. shit. I forgot all the way from the first episode. I'm part of the problem. But... Uh. <laughs> yeah, this is... this is It's Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas, but he, you know, he was working on other stuff. Okay. Uh, any, 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 Alright. <laughs> I don't know. Eh. Discord questions. We got three of them here. Teepsy in the Discord asks, What do you think the other holiday towns are like? Now, here's what St. Patrick's Day town is oh, like. Oh, jeez. It is one rager <laughs> and then a 364-day hang. Oh, God. No. Yeah. God. It's no. just full of hungover Bostonians. <laughs> oh, God. 
That's all it is. And then, and then, like, and also there are some leprechauns. And then, there. yeah, I was gonna there, say, are there any actual Irish folk there? No, there's one asshole who's going around like you're not wearing green. Yeah. Oh fuck me, no. Arbor Day is just—it's <laughs> like one of those fantasy like Faye Wild movies. It's just I'm okay just with a bunch that. Of trees, and then like no one ever goes there, but like it's there. <laughs> I feel like Valentine's Day world is just the most saccharine, like yep. Valentine's Day card shit. Yeah, ad nauseum, which is just, just a nightmare. It's you're living you're in the, the world Hallmark, of one of those like yeah, Hallmark marketing department. There we go. Yeah, oh. everyone has to be armed with brooms and fly swatters to swat down those annoying little arrow firing arrow firing cherubs that are flying everywhere. Yep. Ugh, the worst. Um. I would Easter run in there while world. Candy. Easter, Easter world, we know the bunny is there. It's just Peter Yeah, we know the bunny is there. So I, I guess it's just like a... Yeah. I'm guessing their big thing is like they're preparing the the big Easter egg hunt or whatever. That could be fun. That one seems yeah. alright, I guess. It's, it's, it's lots of pastels yeah, it is. in Easter world. I could get over the pastels, to an extent. Thanksgiving world. I hope it's the Macy uh, Day Parade. Hopefully it's the Infinite Thanksgiving Day Parade. <laughs> Otherwise, and then the other one is. Otherwise, that's not one to go through. Then the other one is like Fourth of July world. It's just fireworks. It's just a guns, oh god, no. Oh, no, my god, it's just an infinite fireworks show. <laughs> I know. Oh, if you go into the Thanksgiving world one, there is a seventy-five percent chance you come back out with smallpox. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Don't so... accept any blankets from anybody. <laughs> yeah, don't trust any of those pilgrim motherfuckers. Do not <laughs> kill on sight. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I forgot Fourth of July world was even in there. That's that seems it's like so a weird. Such a weird thing <laughs> to include. Fireworks, fireworks, grills, just extremely loud, drunk, belligerent assholes. Yep. <laughs> yelling about America. All wearing, yeah, all wearing flag print. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Flag Covered head to toe in flag print. That's all there is to wear in in Fourth of July town. Flag print. Oh, no, thank you. The fucking the fucking <laughs> king of the flag. The king of Fourth of July world is just an extremely ripped Uncle Sam with like <laughs> gun arms. I was gonna think of overweight bald eagle. <laughs> that too. Yeah, bald eagle with a beer with a beer belly. Oh my god. Yeah, in, in a wife beater, he's got to be in a white wife beater. Yep, he got a cigarette. Um, and a can Yusef of. Butt. Asks, does this count as a horror movie? No. I don't really think nah. so. Really. No, it's, from from Santa's it's not perspective, really trying to scare you. It's like it's like atmosphere. It's like it's like how it's 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 not scary. It's just like how it's like that Halloween kind of spooky where it's like, ooh. yeah, it's spooky, but it's not horror. Now, I I yeah. will say at the beginning of the movie, right after uh, this is Halloween, the mayor starts handing out awards, and the only one that we hear is the vampires get an award for most blood drained in a single evening, which does imply a whole ass horror movie going on with them off to the side. That's true. I forgot about the the most blood drained award, which I don't know wh- why anyone other than the vampires would win well, that. But well, but also you have to consider too. They don't really specify that they go outside of Halloween town, so true. maybe it's just a competition to see who can get the most out of the other denizens <laughs> without somebody getting. <laughs> 
I'm just they must. I think they must go out of Halloween Town because they mentioned like I'm the one hiding under your stairs. So I guess on Halloween they're like spooking well, it up. The day, that's true. Yeah. So I do like the image yeah, of the like, vampires yeah, just yeah. like tying down the little zombie kid and being like, "Bleed, damn it!" Well, it's definitely it's definitely not a horror movie. Like if no. if you were if if you if this is the only movie you've seen, it's like I love horror. Give movies. me a lot it's of not... skeleton vibes. <laughs> yeah. A guy who's only seen The Nightmare Before Christmas watching another movie. <laughs> it's giving me a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas vibes. <laughs> and this last one here from Deep Sea. If you could make up a holiday, what would it be? Ooh. Okay, so you guys know, the you guys have heard about The Purge, right? No, what's oh, that? Fuck. Okay, great, great start. <laughs> right? Great start on making up a holiday. <laughs> okay, no, no, it doesn't involve death. Uh-huh. Or killing. Okay. Or you say no, that. No, it's customer... No, it's the customer service purge. Oh, where for right. one day out of the year, if you work in customer service, you can talk back to customers the same shit they give us and respond back to the level that their stupidity deserves and no repercussions from it. I approve. Oh, I like this holiday. That should be every day. It should be. <laughs> that should be every single day. Well, yeah, but we can't get greedy. Let's start with the one day, <laughs> then we can expand it. <laughs> the forever retail purge. Oh, That's fine. Customer service day. I'm uh, an actual holiday, holiday is day. everyone be nice and give me shit day, but I think I just reinvented <laughs> birthdays with that one. <laughs> yeah, that's just one birthday. birthday. <laughs> the second birthday. Fuck you. <laughs> we, we've had one birthday, yes. But what about, what about second, second birthday? birthday? I don't uh, think they have that. Pip. Put it on the on the six holidays. month. Holidays. I'm just. There you go. Your unbirthday. Well, it's every day. Yeah, there's think that like I, I would like a version of labor day that actually is a holiday for anyone who is in the federal employee. yeah okay right right well there's also the fact that we that celebrated nice. on the wrong day here right that's right because they don't want to talk about may day because that's when all of the fucking like listen the thing about the weekend is that it was fucking bought through blood sweat and tears by labor unions and literal gunfights yes yeah. They don't want to talk about that. They don't want to remind people that you can just go up to a like your boss and like slap him around a bit until he gives you what you want. Fisticuffs. That's how they did it back in the day. Yeah, Labor Day is just like the the sort of detoothed version of May Day. Um, that's the one I want. <laughs> Give me that holiday. There you go. The holiday where I get to take anything I want from my boss, or just to go in his office and just take something, and to go home and not go Steals to work. Precious family photo. And he can't do anything. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> what are you gonna do about yeah. it? Fucker? Ultimate power move: replace the family photo with one that has you photoshopped in it. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> power uh, move. You keep saying we're all a family here, holidays. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm your family now. <sighs> you got one, Steven. Uh, I don't have it fully. I don't have like a name for this. Probably like pet day. Actually, I do have a name for it. There we go. Something for the dogs and cats, where we don't have to go to work and we can just stay and chill with them for a day. Uh, I'm yes. down with that. Absolutely, one of them. all of the all of the best holidays are ones where you don't have to go to work. That's the yes. thing, which are quickly disappearing. So yeah, I think uh, I think that'll be a wrap on just one second nightmare here. I uh, have a question. Ooh. I knew it! I knew it! I knew it would happen! Yeah, listen, is this entrapment? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Casey, are you a cop? You gotta tell us if you're a cop. My question is, once you're... I'm not a cop. I'm on a podcast about 
Nightmare. <laughs> why, why did Siri beep when I said, are you a cop? What's happening? Uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Throw that phone out the window. Yeah. What's your favorite? Wiretap. What's Wiretap. Your favorite, uh, what's it? Those, those random Halloween Town denizens. I, I, I like the tree guy who's got the skeletons. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention there's a hanging tree. Yeah. <laughs> I like the little corpse family because they're really sweet. They're the ones that flat out say we scare people because it's our job, but we're not mean. Yeah, they're they're good. I really okay. like the guy with snakes for fingers. He looks like the, the like drummer from an emo band. <laughs> with the spiders in his hair, yep. Yeah. The horny fish lady is entertaining, at least when she's on screen. I do like the horny fish lady. Uh, I like the kid who's like, a bat kid or something going on? I don't know what he's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, the little bat around with the thing. Money. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the vampires are also very fun. Yeah, I just like how they're they they're always hanging around with, uh, together and they have that weird voice. Little umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Because I want to get in the sun. There's a there's a tar man that I keep forgetting is in here. Oh yeah, he's sticky. He's wearing like a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I mean, th- there's so many good Halloween tendons, but I definitely like the guy. With oh shit! He is wearing a suit. Is he like? Hair. You think he's like a a mobster or something that like they just dumped into the asphalt? Oh maybe. He's just the dude from Return of the Living Dead. He's, there we go. Yeah, he's, he's like the, he's the tar zombie. Um. So now that we've all picked our favorite Halloween tendons with a last minute question from our guests. <laughs> Listen, I'm doing everything. We should do plugs, and since you're the guest, Casey, you should you go first. You can find me on mm-hmm. Twitter, at Casey Cosmos, where I post about random bullshit or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I don't really do much else. Uh, fuck Disney. That's right. So, you can f- I have many projects going now. You can find me on Twitter, at DragonSmoocher, where I also mostly just post bullshit. But, I also have... The, the now basically finished, other than a couple of bonus episodes that should be rolling out in the next few months, uh, the podcast Power, me and Jane's Shira podcast, yes. we just finished it pretty recently. You can find that ad podcast of Power on Twitter. If you, uh, Shira always comes with a hearty recommend from me. I also have a show about Transformers with... Uh, one of the hosts of Podagreed, Audrey, over at Prime Cuts Pod. Yeah, God, cannot wait till it that is kicks a off. exploration. Literally going to go up, uh, upload the new episode as soon as I finish this recording. Um, it's a nonlinear exploration of Transformers television history where we just sort of pick and choose where we want to go. We're starting with Transformers Armada from 2001. And for my future ventures, which should be starting up pretty soon, at least the, the pre- the prelude episodes that we're making. Uh, me and Jane's next project is the complete anal- critical analysis of Final Fantasy XIV as a text, which is going to be Radio Free Heidelin at Heidelin Radio on Twitter. That's going to be quite the undertaking. That's going to be a lot. Isn't Final Fantasy XIV still kind of happening? Yes. Yep. There's a new expansion. It will, and it will continue to happen after Endwalker, oh, but Endwalker is the finale of this current story. Arc. Okay. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a new thing after Endwalker. That's a lot. Whatever, whatever that means. That's content, baby. It sure is. <laughs> it's fucking content. Like eight years of content. Oh. Granted, we're locked into this for That's eternity, me. so there's also that. Um, <laughs> you can find me at dad underscore tastic, where I post dad jokes whenever I feel like it. It used to be every day, but fuck that. Um, 
<laughs> my regular Twitter is at Marshmallow, Marshmallow, which is spelled like Marshmallow, but it has my name jammed in there. And then you can find us collectively at Disney Minus Pod. And you can find me lurking around random Discord sub servers under my name Zura. And of course, on off weeks, you can find me with Steven, uh, where we are doing Dis- or Kingdom Hearts, the entire series. One of those. We finally, with our last episode, going up, are like in the actual bit. game. Yeah. Yeah. We're finally in the actual game, not the prologue. So we'll be doing our second episode of actual gameplay next week. So yay. Yeah. Yeah, and that one also will be going up like as soon as we finish this recording. Nice. 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 All right. All right. We got the randomizer. Right. Okay. Oh dear Lord, please be gentle. What is our number looking like now? Jeez. What is our what? I'm scared. How like let me hang on, how many how many even are on this stupid thing? Five hundred and seventy five. Let's see. So let's pull up I'm that scared. random number generator between one and fucking five seventy-five. Just tear off the band-aid. I don't like. We got it. number two twenty. Let's see what that is. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Not too far. What is it? What is Air it? Airbud gold, re- gold receiver. Oh fuck. Oh god. wait a minute. Oh, that's the fucking. Is that the football the sequel? Dog. I. Uh, I think it is. Uh, I think it is, is football. Is this Airbud? Hang on, we gotta actually see if Airbud's even in Disney Minus or Disney Plus. Well, yeah, that's true. It's Ooh. not. <laughs> they have okay. They have on. the buddies. Airbud golden. It's Airbud golden receiver. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me see where else it's streaming. It, it, we can't watch it if it's not on Disney yeah, Plus. Yeah, that's the thing. That's our. Okay. That's our All right. Okay, so let's resh- All right, so let's reshuffle there. Yeah, let me pull that out of the list real quick. Air Mater, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, some kind of short where Mater turns into an airplane or some bullshit. God, I think my brain had convinced itself that was like a made-for-TV movie. I mean, kind of. 414, let's see what that is. That's going to be... That probably will okay. actually be in there. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Scrolling. I have been scooped by the RNG. This is some bullshit. Okay. Okay, real talk. Um, when I posted um, that that spoiler thread that I wouldn't let you two look at a while back, it's um, it's because I was gonna make my next pick Mars Needs Moms because of that joke I had done thirty oh, episodes no. to Mars no. Needs Moms. Well, that's no longer happening no. for my pick. Uh oh. <laughs> because that is what just came up on the random. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! I'm, uh, I'm leaving this trash. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, escape while you can. Fucking <laughs> shit! All right, now updated the list. It's official. Now that's scary. Let's right. see what's there's, what's there's the better movie. Mars movie: John Carter, or Myers Needs Moms. My bet is actually John. Yeah, I was gonna Carter. say. <laughs> which will be your favorite person? <laughs> Oh jeez. Oh, so well until next <laughs> cannot time, believe that happened. Holy shit. Mars needs moms. Fuck Disney and fuck Mars needs moms yeah. especially. Fuck Mars needs fuck moms. Mars needs moms. <laughs> the, the, that guy who was was it Henry not who's who's that guy who was really into mocap? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Robert Zemeckis. He was a producer on this, oh, not oh. a director. Some other. I was about guy to say Andy Serkis. No, that's 
No, he makes. He's a yeah, I was like he. Cap. I was like he does mocap. No, Robert Zemeckis is the guy who's always making weird mocap. Okay, movies. okay. <laughs> well, regardless, next time we're watching Marzi's Moms, fuck Disney, fuck. Well, you. I guess my I guess my pick will actually be a, a good movie then uh, to balance it out. But <laughs> y'all um, try to survive until then. Uh, fuck Disney and yeah, fuck oh, us. Oh, what I guess. a thing to look forward to. <laughs> Yay. Goodbye, everyone. I'm getting off this plane. (laughs) Fuck it, I'm jumping anyway. (laughs) I'll stitch myself back together like Sally did. It's fine. God.